we got. I know we don't have shade. We can look at you guys. No. But we're going to have a good time. We have a lot of things planned out, but that's my point. There's no way you can fall asleep with all the stuff that we're doing. We're just going to have fun. Everybody say fun. That's what all it's going to be about, okay? And a lot of us here, we came here because we wanted to have That's what it is. You guys got to catch up with me. We wanted to have So guess what? Everything that we planned out was to make sure that you guys have And if you guys don't have Then whose fault is it? <laughs> You guys are tripping. You guys are something else. I love every single one that came on now. You guys are going to have a blast. I'm telling you, not because I said it, but all my leaders, can I get an amen from my leaders if we're going to have fun? That's just what it is. And I can tell you exactly what we're going to do, but I won't because it's a surprise. Oh, my gosh. It's, I'm telling you, you'll never expect what we're going to do, okay? So before we get started, obviously, we have a message. We have a word. Like, no, we're taking No, we're going to have a word. We're going to talk about Jesus Christ. All right. Thoughts on a new year bringing in 2011. It's a new year. It's a new season. Ooh. Whoa. Come on, somebody. That's what we do, guys. We like to sing. We get excited. It's not your normal church. but like, OK, I'm about to preach. Turn to your Bible in James chapter one. Well, no, no. We keep it real, guys. We like to have fun. Keep it low key. Chill. Everybody say chill. Chill. OK, that's what we like to do. OK, so let me have a couple of people come on up here and and before we get into our message, let's talk about some of the greatest things that you've gotten this year, okay? Someone, don't be all super spiritual. Salvation. If it is that, that's cool. But just like I'm talking about material gifts right now, okay? What was the greatest thing? Christmas was just last week. I'll start off. I got a new laptop. Praise the Lord. Mine was stolen. I'm praying for that man who stole it. But anyways, long story short, I got a new laptop. God is good. God's blessed. So let me have my man, Mikey. Let me have... Danny, because you looked away, because you looked away, come on up. Let me have Christian come on up, and let me have Jasmine come on up. Guys, give it up for them as they come on up. <laughs> it's like, do we clap right now? Do you guys come on the stage right here, line up right here? From, from smallest to tallest, I want you guys to line up. Let's see how this is going to work out. Let's see. Automatically, Mikey's last. Mikey's tall. I'm telling you, you guys brought out. Okay, I think... I think your little hair bun does outdo you right now. Wait, if she puts it down, okay, whatever. That that works out fine. Is that even right there, guys? That's even. Why not? Okay, so look, here the greatest gift that you got in 2010. Okay, and be real. If you didn't get like I got a new car and you never got a car, okay, don't make stuff up. We be keeping it real. Okay, come on. Well, the only thing I got was money. So praise God. That's what I got. <laughs> I've been begging my mom for like two months already for a new desk, and I finally got it. So now I have to sit in front of the TV and do my homework. But I don't have a chair yet. But we're getting it. We're getting it. We're getting it. Woo! For 2010, I got a Xbox 360. Oh, for Christmas, uh, what I got is uh, two uh, two best video games I want. And I got my mom something with the money I got. Oh, everybody go, aww. Give it up for Mezzo. Go back. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> Praise God. You guys are some crazy people. I love it. I love it. Just be crazy. Just if I'm talking, don't be crazy while I talk, because I'll get crazy at you. You talking? Okay. All right? So check this out, guys. We talked about some of the greatest gifts that we got. All right? You know, material possession, we think about it. For some people this year, it was it was salvation. Now, if you take it to a spiritual level, it could have been salvation, right? And, and the whole purpose of what I wanted to talk about today, I think about a new year, you know, I'm praying like, man, God, what, what can we do? And something fell on my heart and it felt heavy. And I'm like, you know what? God, not about the stuff we can get, 
But let's make this new year about you. Not to say that we didn't make it about God this past year. Oh, this past year was a waste. It never was for God. No. You know, some of you guys came and you guys were serving. You know, some of you guys came into our Thanksgiving outreach to blessing people. Okay? But in your mindset, thoughts on a new year, bringing in 2011, what's the first thing when you think about New Year's resolutions? One, I want to lose weight. Weight loss for sure. Check. Okay? I was talking to like a, a personal trainer and people who work at gyms. They said the busiest times of the year are the New Year's. Why? Because everybody's New Year's resolution is to lose weight. And they always make it something, I want to lose a 1,000 pounds. <laughs> you weigh 80 pounds. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, crazy stuff like that. So I'm telling you, it's all these different goals and ambitions that we can make. And it's oh, mostly, mostly, if you think about it, you bring it down to the root. Sometimes it can be about us. I want to do this. I want to do that. Hold on a second. All right. So I thought to myself, you know what? We're always making everything about self. We're always making it about me. What's good for me? And nowadays, guess what? Society, culture, everything you see on TV is making it about you because you something special. Everybody look to your neighbor and say, special. You got to say it just like that. Special. All right? All right? We live in a time and a place where it makes it all about you because you guys are everything that they want. Okay? You turn on the TV right now. Fighting news commercials. You need a new car because the 2010 model is old and this one can fly. You know, some crazy random stuff. Or you need this because these shoes make you feel like you're cool. Oh, I gotta get those. <laughs> some of you guys are wearing them right now. Look, you think you're cool right now? It's like, so check this out, guys. Everything's driven just around us. Okay? Just because we're in the world doesn't mean we're of the world, right? When God has come into our lives, for those who are born again, man, I gave my life to God 2000 and. See, I left it blank for you guys, but 2007 for me. You know, when I rededicated, when I was serious with God. But I think about it. What I make, what I ever, what I ever say to myself, you know what, I'm going to make salvation about me. You know, it's all about me. I'll tell you what. I'm about to change the way you guys think and the way you guys approach this new year. Not because of what. I say, but what, what the Lord is saying to you guys. Amen? So where's the little clicky thing? <laughs> it's in my back pocket. <laughs> We're going to have a fun time, guys. Amen? Amen. And so some of the things that you need to keep in mind as you, as you approach this new year, as you think about what you want to do and the things that you want to, you know, take on, you know, I said, you know what? We can say, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do this, I want to do that. We can make all these pledges, all these vows, all these promises. But I look back this past year, because not everything was to waste. God did some amazing things, okay? And I looked back, and I took some notes, and I said, you know what? These things help me get closer to God, all right? And your whole life, your whole life's mission, when you get, when you get saved, guess what? It's about drawing closer to God. What does that mean? Loving people, loving God, you know? And so I wrote down these things, and I said, you know what? This stuff is going to help me grow, I'm telling you what, if you guys follow some of these things out, for 2011, starting off today, you guys can say, you know what, I want to do that for God too. So here it is. The first thing when I thought about it, obedience to God, and this verse came to mind, 1 John 2, 4 through 6, says this, whoever says, I know him, but does not know what he commands is a liar. Everybody say liar on the count of three. One, two, three. It says that, all right? I didn't say it. The Bible says that. I'm not calling you a liar, but the Bible says you're a liar. And the truth is not in that person. But if anyone obeys his word, love 
for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. Obedience to God. Obedience to God. Reason why there's a devil today? Because he wasn't obedient to God. He had pride. Every sin, every sin, you can name it. Just the most vile sins that you don't even want to think about, that you already thought about right now because I said the word vile. But get it out your mind. But some of those nasty things, so the little ones like just taking, stealing somebody else's pen. But it's not yours, but you steal it. Derives from disobedience from God. Rebellion against God. So what, Adam? What's the big deal? Everybody does it. Let me tell you what. We're on the verge of breaking in this new year just right. We're going to have some fun. But there's some things you have to keep in mind and keep inside your heart. Keep it inside your heart because nowadays anybody's quick to put anything in their heart. You'll fill it up with the, the latest things like the newest items or anything you can buy. You'll fill it up with the latest love, whoever shows you attention. But if you put some of these things, the word of God in your heart, I'm telling you, you start seeing what God is saying to you, and it becomes very clear. Obedience to God. You know, when your leaders tell you to do something, it's not, a, oh, I got to do it, and disobey them and do it your way, you know. Obedience to God. And you think about it. How can that help me? I'm telling you, when you leave the church, when you leave outside these four walls, okay, and you guys graduate from high school because you guys are not working because you guys are in high school, right? Some of you guys are working. But check this out. Even when you have secular jobs, when you're in the world, obedience is a key element, okay? And we're talking about God here. We're talking about not just your boss. We're talking about the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. But let me tell you, understand something. When you start having the, the application and the thing that God has called you to do, when you leave this church, you're going to be successful. I'm not saying you're going to win a million dollars. You're going to make the richest money. But I'm telling you, in your walk, people will know that you know God, and they'll see it. Tell you what, if you don't obey your boss, hey, you know what, Adam, go ahead. I work at Starbucks. Hey, Adam, go ahead and go, you know, take out the garbages. I work at a coffee shop. Why am I taking out the garbage? We need someone to take out the garbage. And I don't do it. Guess what? I can get written up. Okay? Obedience goes a long way, guys. You look throughout the Bible, there's stories, stories of people of God, even God's nation, in which this chapter and book is, is talking about, how they didn't obey God. And let's read Deuteronomy 1.32. And I put this in here just for extra, but look at this. Look at how God was manifested in that time. Okay, watch this. In spite of this, you do not trust in the Lord your God, who went ahead of you on your journey in fire by night, in a cloud by day, to search out places for you to camp and to show you the way you should go. Before we move on, I just want to like rabbit trail into this. The Israelites, the chosen nation of God, his people... They had God with him. Isn't that crazy? Sometimes today we're asking, and this world is asking for a sign. I won't believe until I see a sign. I won't believe until that person like, that you're praying for gets healed right in front of me so I can see it. That person in their wheelchair gets up so I can see it. These people, God's people, look at this. In a fire by night, in a cloud by day, imagine. Just close your eyes right now. Just imagine with me right now that you're back in that time, in the time of Moses, in the time of Joshua. These men, and you were coming out of the land of Egypt. That one story, Moses, Moses, there was a video on it by Disney. But check this out, that really happened. And God brought you out from that land, and he, he set you free. And as you're moving, there was a cloud by day. 
there was a cloud. And it was so, so majestic. It was so awesome that you knew that everywhere you went, that cloud went. It's not just clouds in the sky, but there was a certain cloud that followed the whole entire camp. As you guys moved, that moved. It's just a whoa. And when night came around, there was a fire. It was a pillar of fire straight from the heavens down. You can open up your eyes right now. That's what it was like. That's what it was like in the time of the Israelites. But let me tell you something. They, they, the prophets, everybody, you know, they write in, in the Bible, as you can read it, they wish they were here today. Because guess what? God's no longer just in a tent or in a cloud. He's right here. He's right here. He's right here. You don't need a sign to prove to anybody. Well, how do you know God is real? How do you know God is real? Well, he's in here. How can you see it? Well, dude, he changed my life. Trust me. You have your testimony. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Check this out. Let's read in 34. Let's keep on going. When the Lord heard what you, what you said, he was ang- angry and solemnly swore. No one from this evil generation shall see the good land I swore to give your ancestors, except Caleb, son of Jav, that one. He will see it, and I will give him and his descendants the land he set his feet on, because he followed the Lord wholeheartedly. People, do not get yourselves, do not get it twisted. <laughs> do not get yourselves twisted. I can't say that. Check this out. Don't get it twisted. When you're serving God, when you're obeying God, Joshua said, I'm following God wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly. Think back right now. Think back right now in, in 2010. We'll just keep it fresh. Were there times and instances where, you know, your leaders, leaders in the church, hey, say, you know what? Can you do this for me? Can you do this? And you didn't follow it through, and you didn't do it. Or you did it, but you didn't do it wholeheartedly. Why are we talking about this? Why are we spending time here? Because obedience gets you places. 2011, it's coming. It's coming. It's almost here. But you want to get somewhere. You don't want to be in the same state. When 2011 is done, you're about to go into 2012. It's just like, man, dealing with the same old sins. You know, keep looking at those websites I shouldn't be looking at. Keep messing with the same girl I shouldn't be talking to. Keep doing the same old things. Keep thinking things about myself that are not even true. I'm dealing with the same old things, going back and going back in circle. I'm telling you, let us start with obedience. And even what the Lord says to you, amen? Amen. Let's keep on going. These are the times. And I have a list here of some of the things that are going on today. Today. Sometimes we can be so so unaware, uninformed of some of the things that are happening today. You know, when we come to church, everything just seems nullified because we have the peace and then the glory of the Lord. But we're keeping it real, guys. These are the times. Postmodernism. Most of you guys don't probably know what that means. You guys have heard it in the news here and there. But guess what? Do you know what that word means? It means this. People are going to things. They're changing from the old way of thinking. Old way. And they're saying, you know what? We want to do whatever suits us. That's the way of thinking. Of going with whatever suits you. And that even talks about Christianity or religion in general. If Christianity is Jesus for you, well, then that's for you. If not, that's not for me. And everybody's accepting that. Why? Why is that even dangerous, Adam? Why are you even talking about it? Let everybody think, guess what? Because there's only one way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And nowadays, 
All these different things, new world religions, all these people are making up religions by the day. Make up their own crazy nonsense things. Some of them are just jokers. But some of the heavy hitters out there, Islam, you know, you want to talk about them. You talk about Jehovah Witnesses, Mormons, all these different cults that are saying, you know what? Jesus is not the only way. There's other ways. Why is that so dangerous? Because there's people that are believing this stuff, giving their lives over to this. And when they die, they'll realize at that point they're going to see God on the throne and he will judge them by what they did. And hell is where they'll spend eternity. Eternity. Islam spreading throughout Europe. That's a serious thing, guys. Christianity is increasing too, but let me tell you what. Islam is spreading. Divorce. The rates have increased. You know? What God deems sacred and holy, it's increasing. Homicide amongst teens increased. Abortion. There's a man in a White House. (laughs) I don't know if you guys caught that. There's a man in a White House that promises these two things. Change and hope. And everywhere he went, he said, you know what, I'm going to bring change. I'm going to bring hope. And those very same people that put him in office are saying, you know, what about this change and hope that you talked about? Let me tell you something, guys. If you guys put your hope in everything that you have in a man, that man will fail you. But if you put your hope in God, he wouldn't fail you. These are the times. You know what? I'm keeping it real now. I was on, uh, I was on Facebook today, and I was, uh, I was going about it, and I saw this. And there was a brother um, up in Wisconsin. You know, I saw his Facebook page, and you know, we're praying for him. But he, he wrote this on his Facebook. He said, after hearing of another friend battling for his life, I chose to live life to the fullest. I choose to live life to the fullest and dance like nobody is watching, love like I'll never be heard again, and sing like nobody is listening, live like it's heaven on earth. These are the times. It gets really real. You notice how everybody will come flocking to the church, just run into the church, everybody. I'm talking about everybody when someone dies or when something's going on in the family or it's like something big, serious is happening. That's when you find people in the church. But not to say that this person was bad, but I want you to understand the life that you have is precious. It's precious before the Lord. These are the times, guys. Give it all to God. This new year is coming up, and we're getting closer to what I want you guys to think in your hearts. Worship. I want my worship unto God to increase. I said that. I gave this what I said. You know, I I let you guys into, like, what I want in my life. When I think about this new year, bringing in the new year right, okay, I want my worship unto God to increase. increase. I want that to go to a different level. Because let me, let me tell you something, you know. This walk with God, okay, you give your life to God. God lives inside of you. This walk, okay, there's going to be bumps along the road. Everybody go like this, go road. Wake up your neighbor and say, go road. Keep rolling, rolling. Come on. Listen up, guys. I want my worship unto God to increase. <laughs> you guys make me laugh. But check this out. Psalms 84.2 says this. My soul yearns, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. You know when you guys open up your Bible and you guys want to get all religious, you know what, God, I'm going to open up to the Bible verse that you want me to read today. You open up right in the middle. It's always Psalms. It's always Psalms. You're always thinking like, God... Speak to me. Open up the Bible. Psalms again. God. You know, it's like, okay, guys, 
Um, don't be too religious. Read your Bible from start to beginning. Amen. Reading the same old verse every time. But let me tell you something. Worship. Worship, worship, worship. It got me through so many things. You know, hard times, the good times, and just times. We're just like, okay. Let me tell you what. Worship will get you places. I'm telling you. Let it start from the heart because if you say, God, I'm going to worship you even when it's dark. God, I'm going to worship you even when I can't even see the light. I know you're there. So let me tell you what. This new year may come along and don't ever think that everything's going to be perfect. I'm telling you right now, there are going to be some frustrations. There are going to be things that are going to let you down. But how do you get through that? How do you get through those times? Worship. God, I worship you because you are almighty, because you are mighty to save God. There is no one like you. Keep that. Even when you don't feel the goosebumps. Even when you can't feel the, well, I I don't feel goosebumps right now, so I can't worship God. Does that stop you from worshiping God? Well, I can't feel it right now. Throughout your whole entire life, your whole life, should be a worship offering unto the Lord. Where you walk, what you do, where you go. It's worship unto God. Because let me tell you what, people are going to see you. People will see you. And they're watching. And they'll have any excuse. They'll find any excuse to find and say, you know what? That person goes to church and they're still cussing. That person goes to church and they're dressing like that. That person goes to church and they're, they're doing that. <laughs> yeah. There's a Jesus, all right. Check this out. Times good and bad. There was a man in the Bible called David. He was a king, okay? And right now we don't live in a times where kings are, are president. We have a president, democracy, government system, everything set up. You'll learn that in social studies. Go back to school in about a week, okay? But check this out. David was a king. He was a head honcho. What he said, what he spoke, went. Okay? Now this is what David said. Let me tell you. Psalm 61 One through three says this, hear my cry, O God, listen to my prayer from the ends of the earth. I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the foe. We read the Psalms. Let me tell you guys, when you guys open up to the books of the Bible, there's a time place in which it was written, a content and a purpose for which it was written for us to understand. You know, it all points back to the Lord. But let me tell you something. David wrote this psalm when he was going through some things, right? Sometimes we like to put on the radio, you know, when you just got your heart broken by a girl, you know, you've been working up all the nerve to go ask her out. It's like, I like you. Ew. Treated. That's never happened to me, though, okay? Uh, Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. But check this out. David was a king, and he's not talking about I got rejected by a girl. She didn't, he could have said, I want that one, I want that one, and that was it. He said it, it was done. We're not talking about girls or relationships where he didn't get the car he wanted. God, they're asking too much for it. Hear my cry, oh God. Listen to my prayer. <laughs> like he wants a new Mercedes Benz. But watch this. David being the king, being the leader. There were times when other nations would come up and rise against the people of Israel would wage war. 
And everything, every decision of battle, of, of everything that would happen for the next time when you're in the season of war, came back to you. So imagine all the immense pressure that David was feeling. He was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? If he makes one wrong move, he's done. They're conquered. But David has some sense about him to go back to the one who was in control of everything. And sometimes we read the Psalms and we just hear my cry, oh God, listen to my prayer. Do you understand? When this was written, there was music in the background. If you read the beginning titles, it said there was music playing. And you don't just read the psalm, just hear my cry, all monotone. When David wrote this, you better believe he was crying out to God. Hear my cry, oh God. Listen to my prayer. From the Imagine that. We're about to go into war. There's some grave things happening in the country and in our nation. David gets alone. He has some music playing in the back, and he just gets on his own prayer closet, and he gets on his knees, and he says, Hear my cry, O God. Worship. This next year, this next year, I challenge you through ups and downs to worship God and follow David's example. I will worship you regardless of what everybody else does. When it's hard, I'll worship you. I'll cry out to you. And guys, some some of you guys might say, well, I'm not used to that. I don't do that, Adam. Because guess what? When I started getting things back in order, you know, I was graduating from from high school, going to college, and I wasn't into that. And when I saw, like, kids just crying out for God and teens my age just raising their hands, I wasn't down like that. It was awkward. It was weird. You know why? Because I wasn't thinking with that mindset, I want to come worship God, because I was thinking about everybody else and everybody looking weird. Like, you look really weird raising your hands. But when you come to this place, guys, Get that out of your mind. I'm telling you, there is so much more to God than what you know right now. And you can experience that in worship. Some of my favorite worship leaders and, and worship artist bands, when they go around um, touring and playing, the Holy Spirit just drops. Not because that they're really talented, because they, if you ever read like Kim Walker, go find her up, look her up on YouTube. I want to go deeper with God. Worship God. 2011 is coming up. We'll start right. New Year's resolutions. If I can have Cynthia, someone go to the back. I want you guys to have a piece of paper. One of my leaders go back. We have planned. Make sure that everybody here gets pens. New Year's resolutions. And I'm going to leave this for you guys to fill out, but read this. I don't want to become high, too high and holy that I can't see the loss, that all I see is a position. That's something that God put in my heart. I don't want to become too high and think myself too holy that I can't see the loss. That all I see is a position. That all I see is just being a youth pastor. All I see is about being in charge. That all I see is about my reputation back at school. All I see is my reputation back with my friends. I don't want to become too something and think something of myself that I'm not. That I can't see God, what God thinks of people. This new year, guys, instead of bringing the focus back on us, back on you, look to your neighbor and say, it's not about you. Look to your other and say, it's definitely not about you. Okay. We want to have the heart that, that God has. Amen. 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 You guys are about to fall asleep. We're going to be awake the whole entire night. We got shaving cream right there. Nelly's getting it. Nelly's getting it. Wait, where's Nelly at? Okay, <laughs> just kidding. 
But watch this, guys. New Year's Revolution. We're almost done. Philippians 2, 3 through 8. Okay? Watch this. Watch. We play close attention. Do not do, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. Not about you. Look to your neighbor and say, not about you. Look to the other one and say, definitely not about you. Praise God. Verse 5. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, Jesus was God, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on the cross. New Year's resolution. When is it that we, the, the years prior, when is it that we ever said to ourselves, I want to think, I want to see this next year, all the things that I, I want to do, you know? I bet, I'm willing to bet that none of you guys ever said, I'm thinking the way Christ would. Okay? If I could have Leilani come on up. New Year's resolution. You fill in the blank. I talked to you about what happened in my life and the things that God did and the things that I talked to you. Worship, obedience to God, understanding the times. And now it's your New Year's resolution. The New Year's about to come in. We're going to kick it off right. But I gave you guys a sheet of paper, a blank sheet of paper. Okay? And if I can have the offering buckets up here. Someone just bring up the offering bucket. Place one right here and place the other right there. I remember uh, there was a time back when I was an elevator, all right, when I was uh, a senior in high school, you know, baseball player and all, right, and I was too cool for my own self. There was a time where Pastor Joe, he, he, uh, he gave us a sheet, and he separated it into four boxes, and he said, you fill in the blanks of the things that are most precious for you right away put it in family you know my dreams you know education um my income whatever filled it up things that i hold close to me and he said be real be real put whatever is close to your heart put it on there and we all put it on there and he got on with the sermon and the sermon you kind of knew where it was going it was about surrendering it all to god and becoming a disciple and at the end, he said, okay, I want you guys to break up that piece of paper into four, the four um, corners that you divide them into. And he brought up a garbage can in the front, in front of the altar. And he says, okay, we're going after God. Now you keep the per- pieces of paper. You keep those things that you say, you know what, I can't give this up for God. And he says, but if you want to give everything up, just come on up and throw that away. Just saying you're going after God. Not to say we are throwing family away, but just showing that in your heart that, God, I'm going after you. Nothing that this thing is going to stop me. I'm going after you. And so I want to do something like that today. New Year's resolution, you fill in the blank. Not what you want to do. I want to lose weight. I want to get a car. I want to get a job. Okay? Those things may be nice. But right now, 
We're thinking about him. We're thinking about giving back to him. And right now, I want you guys to, to see with me. This new year can be the year where family members, people that are close to you, might get saved. I, I can come to tears just thinking about it. Like this, this could be the year, guys. You know? What do you want to do for God? So I want you guys to fill in the blank either with people's names that you want to see come, come to God. Or fill out what you want to do for God in this next year. And don't think small. Oh, I just, I just want to pray. That's awesome. Pray. But go for God. Get your say, you know what, God, I want I to see my school saved. That's going to be impossible, Adam. Go for God. It's impossible for you, but not impossible for God. Go ahead and take the next two minutes and just fill that out. Fill that out. Come on, some of you guys might be filling that out with family members' names. Some of you guys might be filling that out with this, man, I want to start a Christian club in my school. I want to do something for God. Some of you guys are feeling that I want to go, you know, start an evangelism. You know, just whatever you want to see for God, just go, go crazy for God. Go for God. Come on. guys want to end in one more song but right now I want to give you that time you know you guys are just literally what you're doing you're putting your heart out there on a, on a piece of paper because you're saying this God this is what I want to do for you God this is who I want to see saved and, and if you're serious and if you're as crazy as I am and you believe and you think that there's a God in heaven that can do it I'm just going to invite all you guys come on up and place those things in the offering baskets. Place those things before God. As, as a sign, as your way of saying, God, all these things that, that I'm going to do, that I, I want to do for you, all these people that I want to see saved, I can't do it on my own. It's a new year. God, I'm realizing that I'm going to need you every day, every step of the way. Come on, guys, in an attitude of prayer, I want you guys to start coming up. Start coming up, but stay up here, and I want you guys to start praying for what you guys filled in the blanks for. Start praying right now. Start praying right now. So just come, if you're done, go ahead and place it in these offering baskets, and stay up here and just start praying, asking God for that. Come on, let's step out in faith and let's believe, God, that what we're asking for, the things that we want to see, He can do it. And we're not being selfish about self-centered, about getting stuff, but we're going after God. How many people in this place would go after God and say, God, you know what? It's going to start with me today for this new year right now. I encourage you guys, if you guys have to fall to your knees, because some of you guys might have put your parents... I want to see my parents saved. I want to see them give their lives to God. I want to see them come to church with me. Come on.
Some of you guys might have to just drop to your knees. I want to see my brother saved. I want to see him worshiping God. I want to see him sold out for Jesus Christ. I want to see that. I want to see my best friend give her life, give his life to God. Because I love them so much. I want to see that, God. God, I want to see you move in my high school. That everybody doesn't just use your name as a swear word or as a cuss word. But God, that they praise you. That when they say the name of Jesus Christ, they're praising you because you are awesome. And because you bring salvation and you bring the victory, God. Come on, guys, just start praying right now. Come on, start praying with me. Come on, speak it out loud. Don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Come on, this is your time right now. Say, man, God, I don't even know what to say right now. God, I know those things that I asked for are really great, but I'm going to need your help. Come on, let us start right there. just a couple more minutes right now just a couple more minutes right now guys get in get into the attitude get into the mindset that God is able come on there are some promises in the word that God gives to his people God made you a promise he's not a God that he should lie God will never lie God is always on time God is always on time I feel that's for somebody in this room God is always on time God is always on time. He's never late. He's never too early, but he's always on time. Just when you think there's no hope, God is always on time. Come on, that was for somebody in this place. God, we thank you, God. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Oh, Jesus. Lord, we praise you, Lord. Come on, we praise you, Jesus. Come on, guys. We're gonna end in this song. If we can get God of this city up, we're gonna want to end in this song. This is one of our favorite songs to sing because we realize we realize that God is able. Amen. So just come together, just form a line around these altars, just just side by side next to each other. Just come up, just come up, just come up, just come up right next to each other and sing this song. And sing this song. And just look, you're next to brothers and sisters in Christ that are believing that God is able. Come on, sing it out. Put it up, put it up. Greater things 
still to be done in this city. Come on, how many of you guys believe that today? Hallelujah. Oh, greater things, greater things have yet to come, and greater things are still to be done in this city. I couldn't let this time go off for just singing one more song. I thought I was going to let it go, just end with that song, but I, I needed to do it just, just for just for Elevate's sake. Come on, how many of you guys want it? How many of you guys want it? We want it! Praise God. 
So we're going to do that song again, Freedom Run. But I want everybody in this place running, dancing. Just look crazy. Look, that guy looks crazy with those glasses on. You already look crazy. Might as well just dance crazy. Come on. <laughs>